Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. And uh, let's go out to the fan hotline, which is presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. And we're joined by our our pal Mike DeFabo from The Athletic. Hi, Mike. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm in St. Louis right now. And Uh I would like to use this opportunity and platform to campaign for Uncle of the Year. Uh, So I'm, I'm visiting my brothers, and they don't have TV. So I to watch the Super Bowl, obviously. I took his three daughters, ages one, two, or one, three, and six, to a sports bar. And we're running around the sports bar. They're throwing darts. They're shooting hoops, basically acting like little kids and, like, right in the middle of a sports bar. So, uh, yeah, I don't know where I pick up my award, but I think that that should qualify me for Uncle of the Year. You know, I, I feel like when you started to say – that you took them to watch the Super Bowl, but then you said I took a one-year-old, three-year-old, and six-year-old into a sports bar. <laughs> Some people might not view that as uncle of the year, but I'm actually on your side. I think that's a great move by you. Well, it was actually pretty good because the oldest one stayed with me for one half. The rest of them went home after a quarter. Ah. And so, you know, she was interested because she was with her Uncle Mike, and then <laughs> we could play games in between. Um, I'm not so sure the other people around were so thrilled about a screaming baby in the middle of the Super Bowl, but <laughs> it was good to get out of the house for a minute. Now, did the six-year-old, is uh, she aware of the Taylor Swift? Is she, was she looking for Taylor Swift? Is she into that? Well, she kept just saying all the older kids at her school love Taylor Swift. Okay. She didn't know what all the hype was about. All right. I, there's probably a lot of people that don't understand what all, the, what all the hype is about, and they're much older than six years old. Um, Mike, how impressive are the Chiefs? I mean, my goodness, w- with what Mahomes is able to do, I mean, I was just talking here in the first hour of the show, it, it just feels like it's so insurmountable for the Steelers to get to that point, right? Like, if you don't have a guy that's really close to being like him, and even if you do, it feels like it's going to be really difficult to beat them. I mean, how do the Steelers conquer that massive, massive mountain in front of them when you talk about a team like the Chiefs? Well, the Chiefs are a dynasty in the true sense of the word. And it goes, you know, obviously Patrick Mahomes is, I think, where it starts. We had to do our staff predictions at The Athletic, and they asked to give, like, what's your prediction and what's your reasoning? And I literally just submitted Patrick Mahomes, period, and then sent that in as my entry. <laughs> um, but, but the truth is, like, they've got Andy Reid, who's one of the best play callers in the game and offensive minds, innovative offensive minds. And you saw it with that, uh, the way that they use that motion to their advantage late in the game. Um, you know, then they've got Steve Spagnola, the, the great defensive mind there. And they did such a good job of restocking their team with quality defensive players. Like they won the Super Bowl when they had one of the worst defenses in the league. 
but then they were wise enough to continue to invest to have a very balanced team. So they can just beat you in so many different number of ways. And so for the, for the Steelers, it's tough because, like I said, this is a dynasty. And this, the Steelers, I've often thought, like, how many Super Bowls would they have won if they were able to overcome the Patriots or if the Patriots didn't right. exist or if Tom Brady walked away? And I think that that's what every team in the AFC is going to be saying to themselves. Like, I think the Ravens are going to be sitting there saying, man, we never got over the hump. We never were able to win it. So, like, what's the answer for the Steelers? They've, they've made no bones about it. They think that they need to continue to improve the quarterback play. I mean, it's a quarterback-driven league. They have to fix this broken offense. And whether that's Arthur Smith getting something out of Kenny Pickett that we haven't seen, whether that's a trade for somebody like Justin Fields, whether that's signing a free agent like Kirk Cousins, or whether that's drafting a young guy moving up in the draft, you know, something has to be the solution. And until the Steelers find an answer quarterback, they're not going to be a real competitor. Well, Mike, what is the best path forward, do you think, here? Is it go make a splash move for Justin Fields? Is it sign Tannehill maybe to back up Pickett and try to be somewhat of a mentor to him or maybe a, a fail-safe? Or is it keep Mason Rudolph around and let those two battle and, and try to get the best out of them via competition? Like Out of those three options, which appear to be probably the, the – three options on the table for them, at least what we've seen so far, which one makes the most sense? Yeah. Uh, I, I think that the one that like it's the highest risk, but the highest reward would be trading for Justin Fields. And, and I think you could get him for maybe a second round pick, um, which, which would be something, but you know, not a, not a first rounder. And, and what you'd be betting on there is that he's, he's been in the league for a couple of years and you're not getting the guy as raw as a rookie. You're going to come in and you're going to put him in a good environment with a run-heavy offense. You're not going to ask him to have it on his shoulders, and he's going to have a great defense. And the hope would be that you just continue to develop him and, and unlock something. Now, the drawback is he is one of the more volatile passers in the league. And I don't have the stats sitting right in front of me, but turnover-wise, he turns it over a ton. He, he's near the top of the league in his first three years. So, like, especially fumbling, which is a big part of his game, is running the football. So, so that's something that I'm not sure – the Steelers have to decide if they have the appetite for that because it seemed like their approach this year was we're going to do everything we can not to turn the football over. Yeah. Their goal was not to score points. Their goal was to not turn the football over. Well, if you bring in Justin Fields, you're going to have to be willing to live with the bad and also that comes with the good. And that would be really, I think, the, the, the biggest thing. Now, what do I think the most likely option is? I think the most likely – is they bring in Tannehill, and they start with Pickett, and they hope that Arthur Smith gets something out of him. If he doesn't, they turn to Tannehill, hoping that he can you know, produce something similar to 2019-2020 when the Titans did have the 10th the best and the 5th best, best offense under Arthur Smith. So there is some history there. Um, but again, you know, I think those are kind of the options the way I see it at the current situation. Mike, uh, we're talking with Mike DeFabo. Mike, let's um, – the Steelers made some news today, obviously. They released three players, Mitch Trubisky, Chooksakor for Presley Harvin. Let's, um, let's start with Trubisky. Why did it not work out here? It seemed like, at the very least, a very safe move for them, and it maybe a best possible scenario, he figures it out and, and plays really well for them and maybe becomes you know a longer-term option. Neither of those – really worked out, and, and it kind of became a disastrous time, a disastrous couple of seasons with the Steelers. Well, unfortunately for Mitch Trubisky, I think this is just who he is. You know, he was he was a guy that 
you know, he played in the ACC and had pretty decent numbers. Um, and, and people, I think, were sold on him kind of out of nowhere. And I think he just never lived up to the projections. And I was surprised. You know, I thought that he would come here. This was going to be his last chance to prove to the NFL he could be a starting quarterback. The Steelers gave him one of the better defenses in the league. They didn't ask a lot of him. He was going to just manage a run-heavy offense. And he wasn't able to do that. And, and I felt like, you know, the three games that they lost in the middle of the season, if you remember, he came in in relief in the one and started the other two. And that really sealed his fate where, you know, I think he was trying to prove something to the league by taking some risks and taking some chances. And it really backfired with as much as he turned the football over. Um, so I think just unfortunately he, he just kind of didn't live up to his billing. And now I guess the best hope for him he goes somewhere else. He gets an opportunity to be the backup, maybe with a, another opportunity, you know, different offensive coordinator. Uh, maybe he can have a little more success or at least prove he should be a, a backup quarterback because right now, you know, I, I wouldn't even want him as a third quarterback on my roster. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, I would agree uh, with that. I think just the risk-taking was what you feared with the guy, and it's what he ended up doing despite being in an offense that really did not want him to do just that. Uh, Mike, they also got rid of Chooksakor for today. Um, I, you know, Probably not a, a major surprise considering they benched the guy during the season for apparently saying something uh, reportedly along the lines of we should just kneel this thing out towards the end of a game. Mike Tomlin sat him down, it sounds like. Uh, but he was owed a, a decent bit of money, right? This will, this will save them some? Yeah, yeah. That's I think it's a combination of things. Like it's, it's a pretty damning indictment of him that they put in Broderick Jones and suddenly the running game took off. Um, you know, and, that, and then you, you add on to that whatever kind of comment he made in, in whatever, you know, inside the locker room, do you really want a disgruntled guy? And then the amount of money he was making, I think he was making around uh, $11 million, I think yeah. is what he was set to make. They don't recoup all of that, um, but you get some of that back. So, you know, you, you do need um, some backup offensive linemen, and, and that's now becoming uh, an area of need for the Steelers. But, 
you know, you can use that money that you've now saved in another way to, to address that position. So, I th- again, yeah, I think it was just all those combination of factors. He became one of those guys you just had to get uh, let go of. Mike, they certainly didn't waste much time getting rid of Presley Harvin. I mean, he doesn't really, I mean, at least as far as we know right now, doesn't even get an opportunity to compete at camp next year for a job. If they're so down on him after the season ends, why do they not just make a move during the year and bring another punter in? Well, I, I think, you know, you I, I, at practice, the weird thing was honestly in practice, I'm not just making this up, and and I'm not trying to defend the guy and protect the guy. He really punted very well. And Tomlin, like, would stand there at practices and after every single punt be like, like, that, that's it, Presley, like, way to go. And, like, guys are literally ooing and aahing over his punts. And so I think with him, it's, it's a situation where he won the Ray Guy Award as the best punter in college football coming out. They spent a seventh-round pick on him, so they felt like they were a little bit pot committed there. And then you saw the upside, and it was like, man, if this guy could just ever figure it out, he's, he's going to be you know, a, a piece of this team for an, another decade. Um, but he just never figured it out. And like, I don't have to explain it to the listeners. It's kind of wild, but he may have been the most disliked man in Pittsburgh, or like one of the most disliked players in Pittsburgh, or the one that frustrated fans the most. And for good reason, because Mike Tomlin will sit up there in his press conferences and, con- and will open his press conferences by talking about the field position component. And if it's significant enough that he opens a press conference by talking about the field position component, then it's necessary to make a move to, to improve that. Yeah, it's just interesting that that was always such a big topic for Mike Tomlin. And yet, you know, in bad weather playoff game, a bad weather playoff game and week 17, you know, there was Presley Harvin still out there punting in those conditions. You can't find another guy on the scrap heap of punters to do better than the guy that has clearly proven to not be good. It's 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 just strange from a front office standpoint that they continue to stand by him despite the very clear results. Mike, should Kyle Shanahan have uh, – should he have taken the ball or not there to start the overtime? I, I know he's kind of getting killed for it today, but what are your thoughts on, on his decision-making there to take the football to start overtime? Yeah, I mean, I would have um, I would have wanted to have the ball second, possess the ball second, because then it's like in college football. You want to, you want to know what you need to get. Um, so he hamstrung himself yeah. there. I guess the only way to defend him is, if I'm not mistaken, um, his defense had just been on the field for a long time. Is that right? Yeah. And, and so that, that does make some logical sense. And, and, like, if the 49ers had stopped, the Chiefs when they ran that triple option um, Mahomes run on fourth and one, we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation. So, you know, we'd be, we'd instead be talking about how the Steelers should have hired someone from the 49ers tree and how <laughs> Shanahan's this genius coach and everything he touches turns to gold. Um, so, so it's <laughs> kind of funny how one decision can really be scrutinized, but yeah, I, I certainly would have wanted to receive the ball second and know what I would have needed to win the football game. I think that would have been the, the better approach there. Did you like Usher at halftime? I did. I saw a meme today that was like, unless you illegally downloaded some of these songs from LimeWire in middle school, I don't want to hear your opinions on the halftime show, which is totally accurate because I think that like there was a clear line in the sand. Everybody over 40 years old hated it and everybody younger that was a fan. I'm, I liked when he came out on roller skates too. That was pretty wild. Yeah, I yeah. Apparently, that is a thing with him. Like he. Oh really? He enjoys roller skating, and huh. he can he can. That's that's 
that's not the first time I believe that man has strapped on the the roller skates and and done music. Well, it sounds like a little collab Disney on Ice is is uh, yeah. on the table or something like that. But yeah, no, I I very much enjoyed it. I thought it was a good time because he's like it's party music and it appeals to a broad audience and especially people of our age who remember like, you know, drinking the cheapest light beer out of solo cups in sweaty parties in college, listening to this music. I think it brought back some great memories. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Takes me back to high school for sure. I mean, that was the, that was the jam of the era really there. So I, I did enjoy it as well. Mike, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Enjoy St. Louis. Thanks for uh, taking some time, and we'll talk again soon, buddy. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. Mike DeFabo from The Athletic joining us there. I said it earlier, and we're going to talk a little bit more as we go here about you know the all everything that surrounded the Super Bowl last night, you know, celebrities, commercials, Taylor Swift, and Usher. It's it's not that I enjoyed Usher taking his shirt off, but that's just that corresponded with when the show got good. I didn't. I was not having a lot. I I wasn't enjoying it until that moment in the show, and then it's like, all right, you could tell like he took the shirt off and he became an entertainer at that point. He's kind of doing his. Da- he was dancing a little bit. It was just. It, it just wasn't. I wasn't feeling it. And then he got into it more. And then the stage turned to fire and he was singing Burn, which was like that was Joel, you don't know you're too young to know this, Joel. That was the song right there. I mean, yeah, it was the party song, but Burn, you gotta let it burn. That was there were good times had by people listening to that song. If you know what I'm saying. That that was a, and that that's when the show started to pick up, and then the roller skates came out, and that like the roller skates were, I was stunned by that. Then you had Little John and Ludacris. I mean, that's when it really started to kick into the gear, though. Alicia Keys was good too. She Alicia Keys doesn't miss. She just doesn't miss. You could bring her out at any show ever, and people would be like, "Yeah, that's there's Alicia Keys." She's, she's great. But Ludacris stole the show to me. Stole the show. Uh, thanks to Mike DeFable for joining us. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at SouthHillsKia.net. Interesting for Mike there. His thought is Justin Fields. That's the best path forward is just bite the bullet admit your flaw, admit your mistake with Kenny Pickett and say, on to the next. Go make a move. Bring in a guy that I think does have upside, but I'm sort of you know, cautiously optimistic. It probably isn't the, the word. It's more just cautious. <laughs> I'm just, I am not sold on Justin Fields, the turnover component of it. I I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of bad quarterbacks that have come from the Bears, and the Steelers just had one, and he was horrendous, and maybe I'm just sort of living with that in the back of my brain, but I I, I don't love the idea. Let's get your thoughts. 412-928-9370. We'll talk more about that. What is the right path for the Steelers? I think there's three options right now. Three clear options for them on what they could do going forward with the QB position, and we'll talk about that when we return. I'm Josh Rauncher here on the Fan Evening Show. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.